just another one. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I couldn't sleep. So I just, you know, I decided to come on and initiate my first uh, podcast. If you guys hear noises in the background, that would be my, my uh, dog, Pinky. <laughs> She's been up with me also. So uh, with that being said, you guys, I want to... Uh, first give a disclaimer that the things you guys will be hearing on this in on this podcast will be hard truths so you know um i don't uh if anybody feel like well i know a lot of people are offended by the truth and so with that being said you can just skip right on over this podcast might not be for you but there are a set of people that i'm called to that I happen to be one person that I need to hear the truth, no matter how bad it hurt. Uh, if a person got to yell, I, I don't care how it come across, but when it resonate with my spirit and I know that it's real, I am, I'm loving it. And so those are the people that I'm talking to and, uh, you know, you know, chosen ones and, uh, remnant, remnant people. Those are the people that I, I need y'all attention. And, uh, you know, with that being said, I um, want to give you guys first uh, a kind of a synopsis of what happened with me and how God uh, has been supernaturally speaking to me. First, let me uh, explain I, I i have also a youtube channel where i have been uh explaining some of the things that god has me uh walking you guys through the things that have been happening in my life and i've been a, a quiet person around people but god wants me to show my true personality i have i have not been myself around people i have been quiet and in 2020 god actually i heard god say production and God wants me to begin speaking my heart and uh, a lot of on a lot of topics and things that have been going on in my community and with my people. And so with that being said, uh, when I got baptized in 2020, which I, I, I haven't been baptized, y'all. I haven't been baptized since a little child. Like, I think I was five or six years old when I got baptized. And uh, so I rededicated my life to Christ in 2020, and I was baptized. And uh, when I became baptized, I felt this fire, which I knew was the, I know was the Holy Spirit, and it would be on me all day, every day. It would never let up. And um, I even explained to my sister, like, the fire is just like a, it's just like a oh, a burning fire in, in my body all the time. And, um, you know, in that year, I already had like a relationship with God, but I was not a person that, uh, you know, I wasn't a religious person. I just had my own style of relationship because of what I had seen in church. I just didn't want to be a part. I didn't make a big fuss. I, I never had an attitude with anybody. I just felt like church wasn't for me. And so, you know, I uh, just had my own type of relationship with God. I would fall off from, you know, I would 
fall into sin, come back, ask God to forgive me. You know, I just, that's how my life went until, uh, 2020 when I had, when I was baptized and, uh, I felt the Holy spirit on me for the first time in that way, that heat, that fire on me all the time. And so God began speaking to me and in, in the softest, lightest voice. And, uh, one day I was laying in bed. He, he spoke in so many different things to me, you guys. Uh, I got so much to say. I just, I don't know where to begin. I've, I've had signs and wonders. Um, I've, I've captured them by pictures so I could show other people. I'm constantly seeing numbers like 222. Uh, if you go to Acts 222, 2, 2, Acts 222, it says, Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, signs, and wonders, which God did among you through him. As you yourselves know, this man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. And so um, I went a little further than I, I wanted to, you guys, but I just wanted you to see uh, where it's talking about miracles, signs, and wonders. And uh, this scripture is applying to me and some things that I've experienced, uh, actually. And uh, I also, like I told you, the two, two, two that I've been catching on my phone, I'm not on purpose. I may just pick up my phone and look, and it says two, two, two. And that's been happening to me all week long. Um, God is showing me. And I've been seeing miracle signs and wonders, uh, you guys. I'm going to... Uh, try to put up some things so you guys could see the, the uh, phenomenons I've been capturing. A lot of eyes in the cloud and everything. Uh, just God communicating with me that, you know, I'm uh, I'm in, in line and order with him and the things that he's directing me to do, it is him. And so, you know, with that being said, uh, I God has uh, given me also a scripture that lets me know uh, he wants me to deal with something and so he this scripture I'm gonna read which I was uh, sleep one night as I woke one early morning I heard God whisper Ezekiel 44 and so that scripture says, and it's titled, The Priesthood Restored. So it, it goes on to say, Then the man brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, the one facing east, and it was shut. The Lord said to me, This gate is to remain shut. It must not be open. No one may enter through it. It is to remain shut because the Lord... The God of Israel has entered in through it. The prince himself is the only one who may sit inside the gateway to eat in the presence of the Lord. He is to enter by the way of the portico of the gateway and go out 
the same way. Then the man brought me by way of the north gate to the front of the temple. I looked and saw the glory of the Lord filling the temple of the Lord, and I fell face down. The Lord said to me, Son of man, look carefully, listen closely, and give attention to everything I tell you concerning all the regulations and instructions regarding the temple of the Lord. Give attention to the entrance to the temple and all the exits of the sanctuary. Say to, to rebellious Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says, enough of your detestable practices, people of Israel. In addition to all your detestable practices, you brought foreigners uncircumcised in heart and flesh in, into my sanctuary, desecrating my temple while you offered me food, fat and blood, and you broke my covenant. So you guys, this is a right now word that God has given me. I'm going to go on to verse eight. Instead of carrying out your duty in regard to my holy things, you put others in charge of my sanctuary. This is what the sovereign Lord says. No stranger, foreigner, uncircumcised in heart and flesh is to enter my sanctuary, not even foreigners who live among the Israelites. The Levites who went far from me when Israel went astray and who wandered from me after their idols must bear the consequences of their sins. They may serve in my sanctuary, having charge of the gates of the temple and serving in it. They may slaughter the burnt offerings and sacrifices for the people and stand before the people and serve them. But because they serve them, in the presence of their idols and made the people of Israel fall into sin. Therefore, I have sworn with uplifted hand that they must bear the consequences of their sin, declares the sovereign Lord. They are not to come near to serve me as priests or come near any of my holy things or my most holy offerings. They must bear the shame of their detestable practices and I will appoint them to guard the temple for all the work that is to be done in it. But the Levitical priests, who are descendants of Zadok, and who guarded my sanctuary when the Israelites went astray from me, are to come near to minister before me. They are to stand before me to offer sacrifices of fat and blood, declares the Sovereign Lord. They alone are to enter my sanctuary. They alone are to come near my table to minister before me and serve me as guards. When they enter the gates of the inner court, they are to wear linen clothes. And so, you guys, this it goes on to give a description of how uh, God sat down one group of people who did not, they did not lead the charge of his holy things, and not only did they lead, they did they not lead the charge, they brought strangers uncircumcised in heart in, into uh, his holy place. And so, you know, God gave me that word to speak to several churches before he wanted me to speak it to the world national. And um, I wasn't received well. And so... You know, I brought this scripture to my aunt 
who is a ordained minister, you know, let her know that God gave me this word. He, he has, he whispered, uh, to me as I woke up and, uh, she went and studied this scripture. Ezekiel is talking about the outer gate and she, you know, she had the mind to go do the research of where the North gate at, it is the North, what is it? The North gate uh, facing East. And she found this scripture and called me to tell me what exactly God was trying to explain to me. And so the scripture is Ezekiel chapter eight, and I'm not going to read the entire chapter. So I'll start at, I'm going to start at verse five. Then he said to me, son of man, look toward the North. So I looked and in the entrance North, in the entrance north of the gate of the altar, I saw the idol of jealousy. Hear that. And he said to me, son of man, do you see what they are doing? The utterly detestable things of Israelites. The, I'm sorry, the, uh, the utterly detestable things the Israelites are doing here. Things that will drive me far away from my sanctuary but you will see things that are even more detestable. Then he brought me to the entrance of the court. I looked and I saw a hole in the wall. He said to me, son of man, now dig into the wall. So I dug into the wall and saw a doorway there. And he said to me, go in and see the wicked and detestable things they are doing here. So I went in and looked, and I saw portray portrayed all over the walls all kinds of crawling things and unclean animals and all the idols of Israel. In front of them stood 70 elders of Israel, and Jazaniah, son of Shaphan, was standing among them. Each had a censer in his hand and had fragrant cloud of incense was rising. He said to me, son of man, have you seen what the elders of Israel are doing in darkness, each at the shrine of his own idol? And so you guys, I'm, I'm going to stop right there um, before I start preaching because uh, this is a word I'm about to get to preaching, y'all. <laughs> So, you know, I just wanted you guys to hear, um, you know, my aunt had flipped and found this scripture, verse five saying, so I looked and in the entrance north of the gate of the altar, I saw the idol of jealousy. And so, you know, my aunt was letting me know that God had called me to deal with the idol of jealousy. And so that's, that is, uh, what I wanted to speak on you guys. That, that was actually Ezekiel eight. I'm, I'm going to preach that. This is a word here. How? Yeah. But I, I just wanted to, um, let you guys, uh, see, that the idol of jealousy is running rampant in uh, Israel. And if you guys know, Israel is uh, Judah. And uh, he here in the natural, Judah are 
the uh, so-called African-Americans. Everybody knows who they, every other nation of people know who they are and where they come from except for Judah. And so I've declared it uh, several times. I know people have been saying this for years, but uh, you guys, uh, so-called African-Americans, you are not, you not lost anymore. Uh, you know that 400 years of slavery is up and God has identified you and uh, your history and everything is in the Bible. And so if you guys open the Bible and read your whole uh, genealogy is in the Bible. And uh, so we don't have to be looking to people to tell us who we are and being defined by uh, other nations. And, you know, you, you are the people of God. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that to be, uh, that nobody should take that as, oh, you know, she hates another race of people. I love all people, but it is a necessary, uh, thing in today's, uh, society and times to identify so-called African Americans or black Americans because they don't know who they are. And nobody else will tell them, so I am going to speak about it with confidence because I know uh, what my God has said to me. And so uh, God wants to bring attention to this heavy spirit of jealousy running rampant in the black community. Heavy spirit of jealousy to the point where it is in all even the professional uh, sectors of society. And I, um, I'm specifically speaking, jealousy is among all, all kinds of people, but I have been called to the house of Israel. Like God God told the, the, the Canaanite woman <laughs> when she was begging for, she, she uh, was begging for her child, I think her child to get healed. And God said, I've been called to the house of Israel. It's not me to give uh, the, the, the bread to the dogs. And the Canaanite woman say, but God, even the dogs get the scraps from the table and God bless the Canaanite woman because she had such great faith. So, you know, like I said, I love all people, but God has called me to discuss some things and, and uh, break up some and dismantle some foolery in uh, the house of Judah, which is the so-called black Americans. And so... By, by me doing that, I am going to have to speak some hard words. I'm going to have to talk about some things. People don't like you to talk about uh, things that make, I don't know if it makes the community look bad. Uh, oh, well, if they look bad, if they did it they and they look bad, that's their business. They, they are, uh, it's their fault they're looking bad. And so, like I said, some, tr some hurt, some truthful things are hurtful but they need to be talked about to bring about change. And so with that being said, this is what we are going to be talking about on, on this channel for, this is what we're going to be talking about for a time. And, uh, you know, with, with that being said, you guys, uh, welcome to this platform and I welcome all, all people, uh,
like I said, all people are God's people, but I am specifically dealing with some issues in the black community. And uh, hopefully um, you guys will uh, chime in and give your give your opinions on on the topic and you know with with you guys inputting and us discussing some things it is guaranteed to bring about a change because God is not pleased with the way we are operating at this time and it is bringing it's bringing about his wrath and so what people don't understand that we are experiencing in these in this time uh understand that God is in control you know I know we say that we say oh God is in control but do you really believe it God's hand is actually in control of everything God is omnipotent and he is omnipresent so you know his hand is is in everything and controlling everything so you know uh, all these disasters and all this stuff that's going on people should you know, be kind of waking themselves up and saying, okay, we, some, somebody doing something wrong for God to be allowing all of these things to take place. And so I am just, uh, pioneering, uh, I want to say pioneering a, uh, a forging some kind of a discussion to bring about change. And so, uh, with that being said, you guys, like I said, welcome. And uh, this is this is the first of many uh, other podcasts that I'm going to be doing in the future. Okay, talk with you guys later.